I want a hero, an uncommon want, when every year a month sends forth a new one, till after cloning the gazettes with Kant, the age discovers he's not the true one. As such as these I should not care to vaunt, I'll therefore take our ancient friend Don Juan. We've all seen him in the pantomime, sent to the devil somewhat here this time. Vernon, the Butcher Cumberland, Wolf, Hawk, Prince Ferdinand, Granby, Burgoyne, Keppel, Howe, Evil and Good have had their time of talk and filled their signposts then like Wellesley now, each in their turn like Banquo's monarch's stalk. Followers of fame, nine pharaoh of that sow, France too had Bonaparte and de Maurier, recorded in the Monitor and Courier. Barnave, Brissett, Condorcet, Mirabeau, Pichon, Clutes, Danton, Marat, Lafayette were French and famous people as we know, and there were others scarce forgotten yet. Juba, Hoche, Marceau, Lanz, Desay, Moreau, with many of the military set, exceedingly remarkable at times, but not at all adapted to my rhymes. Nelson was once Britannia's god of war, and still should be so, but the tide is turned. There's no more to be said of Trafalgar, tis with our hero quietly in hand, because the army's grown more popular, at which the naval people are concerned. Besides, the prince is all for the land service, forgetting Duncan, Nelson, Howe and Jervis. Brave men were living before Agamemnon, and since, exceeding valorous and sage, a good deal like him too, though quite the same none, but then they show not on the poet's page, and so have been forgotten. I condemn none, but can't find any in the present age fit for my poem, that is, for, the, for my new one. So, as I said, I'll take my friend Don Juan. Most epic poet plunging in medias res, Horace makes this the heroic turnpike road, and then your hero tells, whenever you please, what went before by way of episode, while seated after dinner at his ease, beside his mistress in some soft abode, palace or garden, paradise or cavern, which serves the happy couple for a tavern. That is the usual method, but not mine. My way is to begin with the beginning. The regularity of my design forbids all wandering as the worst of sinning, and therefore I shall open with a line, although it cost me half an hour in spinning, narrating somewhat on Don Juan's father, and also of his mother, if you'd rather. In Seville was he born, a pleasant city, famous for oranges and women. He who has not seen it will be much to pity. So says the proverb, and I quite agree. Of all the Spanish towns is none more pretty. Cadiz, perhaps, but that you soon may see. Don Juan's parents lived beside the river, a noble stream, and called the Guadalquivir. His father's name was Jose. Don, of course, a true Hidalgo, free from every stain of Moor or Hebrew blood. He traced his source through the most gothic gentleman of Spain, a better cavalier never mounted horse, or being mounted ever got down again, than Jose, who begot our hero, who begot, but that's to come, well to renew. His mother was a learned lady, famed for every branch of science known, in every Christian language ever named, with virtues equaled by her wit alone. She made the cleverest people quite ashamed, and even the good with inward envy grown, finding themselves so much very exceeded in their own way by all the things that she did. Her memory was a mine. She knew by heart all colder on and greater part of Lope, so that if any actor missed his part, she could have served him for the prompter's copy, for her finagles were a useless art, and he used the blood to shut up shop. 
he could never make a memory so fine as that which adorned the brain of Donna Inez. Her favourite science was the mathematical. Her noblest virtue was her magnanimity. Her wit, she sometimes tried at wit, was attical. Her serious sayings darkened to sublimity. In short, in all things, she was fairly what I call a prodigy. Her, her morning dress was dimity. Her evening silk, or in the summer muslin, and other stuffs which I won't stay puzzling.